I like to think there's a finish line. Ah, so when I can ride my horse through and connect it and on the bit, then I will get 100% of my dressage tests and I'll win the gold medals and life will be done. There's no such thing as that finish line. Welcome to the Your Riding Success Podcast. My name is Natasha Alshoff and I'm a Grand Prix dressage rider from Australia, author of three books and a leading online trainer of riders all around the world wanting to take their riding to the next level. I'm also a chocoholic, mother of two amazing children and obsessed with helping riders be all they can be. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you stories of inspiration, ideas and strategies of how to make real progress in your riding, and give you actionable advice on overcoming riding fear and anxiety so you can take your riding to the next level and be the rider you dream to be. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Your Riding Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that has been on my mind for a while. It is a bit out there. It is an out there topic. So totally hit skip or go to, you know, a normal podcast of a normal interview if you're not into exploring new ideas and new, new, new ways of thinking, because that's definitely what today is about. Uh, But yeah, today I wanted to talk about um, the question that always runs through my mind, whether I'm riding a horse or in my business or with my kids, doesn't matter what I'm doing. The question I'm always asking is, is what is reality okay so um i'm very lucky i think i'm lucky because i kind of understand and kind of know that it is impossible to experience reality it is impossible to actually know what just happened Uh, Because for me to experience my world and my moments and my experiences, I can't experience them in the experience. They have to go through my brain to be made sense of. And the minute it goes through my brain to be made sense of, I have altered the raw experience through my filter system of my brain. Uh, to give you an example of what I'm talking about, I'm talking about like when you go to a party and you go with your husband or your partner or whoever you're going with or your friend and um, you come out of the party and go, that was the worst party ever. And the person next to you goes, are you kidding? It was the best party ever. And what is the reality of the party? It's impossible to have the reality of the party because the party didn't have its own reality it, it, it was neutral but then it got filtered between everyone's experience of that party based on who they are based on how they think based on how they their you know unique filtration system which then allows them to decide on the actual reality of the party so I am aware that I can't experience reality for as an as an objective experience but I can also I understand that my experience is my reality true to me so if I say the party was bad that was my experience um and I'm totally entitled to that experience like everyone is entitled to their own experience and I've got kids now who definitely you know will all be you know at school or doing something and every single my children will have a different experience of what school means to them and everything else and the greatest gift that I can give my children and give myself and give the people around me is that understanding of If you're not happy with the experience, if you're not happy with the reality, you can't 
Oh, I used to say you can't change the reality. You can just change your thoughts on what you think about what happened. But I think it's deeper than that. It's actually understanding that you don't need to change your thoughts about what happened. You need to understand that what happened never had a thought to begin with. And I know I'm talking deep and it's just I've been going through a lot of trainings at the start of this year um, on this kind of stuff and I really dig it and I really, really um, uh, love thinking about this and love shaping my world and my reality based on my understanding of I don't get to experience it anyway. So whatever I am experiencing and whatever I am having good or bad happen is my creation. And I think about that a lot. Every time I'm sad, every time I'm scared, every time I'm stressed, every time I'm I'm in an uncomfortable or unfamiliar emotion, that it's I chose that. I created that. I did that. And I know that sounds really wacky. And if you haven't accepted that reality so some people are just stuck in no 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 this has nothing to do with me it happened to me and I just laugh because nothing can happen to you it just happens the to me bit is your bit that's your creation and um, I get that it's hard and I, I you know I lived my life a very long time thinking life happened to me and I wished it didn't happen a certain way or I wanted it to go a different way or so and so should have been nicer to me or this should have been easier or someone should have done X to me or for me or with me and they didn't so I have a right to be upset or angry or um, you know um, not wanting to talk to that person or whatever it is and It's not a really nice way to live. It's a very scarcity mindset. It's a very lack mindset. It's a very, very worried mindset. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've always said this, even in the start of my learnings around this space, and I've been exploring this space for over 10 years, is, um, oh, okay, I, I can't um, change what happens to me, but I can change my response to it. And I think the deeper you go on that and the deeper you explore that and the deeper you get practiced at it. I remember I had no practice. I learned, I, I, I understood, okay, life doesn't happen to me. Life just happens and I get to choose my response to what happens. But I wasn't very good at choosing that, choosing that response. So I would have something happen and I would have my normal reaction of I'm upset or I'm scared or I'm worried or I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm angry about that and that should change or that should be changed for me or someone should do something differently. And I knew that wasn't the answer, but I didn't know what the other answer was. So I just sat there in silence. I spent a lot of my early years studying just in silence (laughs) I also knew complaining and whinging and um talking about something that I couldn't change was a useless use of my energy but I didn't know what to do instead so I would just sit there and do nothing and I think that's okay I think that's okay when you're starting to explore that and and think about that that it is a journey I I heard the most amazing thing yesterday that I want to share with you all it was just epic and you can use this in your writing and you can use this in your life you can use this in anything and it was mastery is not the end it's the beginning (laughs) and no one well 
someone like me, I won't say no one, someone like me doesn't like to hear that. I like to think there's a finish line. Ah, so when I can ride my horse through and connect it and on the bit, then I will get 100% of my dressage tests and I'll win the gold medals and life will be done. There's no such thing as that finish line. There's no such thing as I'll be done. When you commit to mastery, mastery is not the finish line, it's the beginning. Um, a friend of mine um, had to do this crazy um, uh, uh, test to get his black belt and, you know, fight all these all these opponents and go through this in, incredibly hard, endure, enduring test um, in order to see if he was, a, you know, worthy of this black belt. And then when the black belt was awarded, the phrase was, oh, good, now the training can begin. And again, my brain goes, what do you mean the training can begin? Black belt is the finish line. That's the end. No, that's when we actually start. That's when you actually can start training. That's when you can actually start your journey towards mastery. And I don't know if that's making you feel better or worse. I know for me, it was like, oh, makes me feel worse and better at the same time. But I know for me, when I'm on my life journey and on my um, on my understanding of, 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 okay, if real isn't real, real is only real to me and I own me and I am the only one that can change or play with or decide what things mean. If I did something different in my brain, then the world around me changes. And when I'm on that journey towards mastery of understanding that, that there is no finish line and that the mastery will always be, you know, my whole journey. I don't know. I just really dig that and I get really excited about that. So the, today's podcast didn't really have um, clearly, I'm sure. It's it's not like one of my normal podcasts where I go, today you're going to learn X and um, we have this whole system of I'm going to teach you the why and the what and the how. Um, today was literally me rambling about what I've been percolating in my brain for the last five weeks and what I've been playing with and what I've been playing with for, for 10 years and I'm still playing with and I'm still um, uh, understanding it and going deeper on it at, a, at another level. So I don't know if that helps you or not. I'd love for you. You can email us info at yourwritingsuccess.com. I'd love to know if this is useful to you guys. Um, with everything that I talk about, of course, you can always relate it back to the writing. So um, mastery in your writing is not the beginning. It's, it's not the end. It's the beginning. And I think any top um, top, top professional rider will always say the same. Um, it doesn't matter how many horses they ride. It doesn't matter how many medals they win, that they're really still on that journey of mastery and there's still something more to learn. That's why they keep doing it. And um, uh, no matter where you are in your riding journey, that there there is that 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 journey and I think for me I, I didn't like going on journeys I just liked short walks <laughs> I don't want to walk marathons I just want to like a one out what's the you know when you get to a place um, like a national park and they're like if you want to see all of the national park and all of the things it's a five day hike through the thing or you can just go on the 45 minute trip to the waterfall I'm like I'll just see the waterfall that's definitely my personality um I want the the shortcut the the easy way the the um 
the the hypnosis um, as it is um, but that lack of depth and lack of um, of diving in and going all in um, also leads to a really shallow um, observation whereas when you when you invest the time and you invest the energy you can get a much deeper um, experience so that's today I, I would love to know what you think of, what you think of it we will see from the views how many views this podcast gets and probably my team will say yep let's go back to um, Tash talking about horses and dressage and, and talking to dressage riders and other horse riders and that's perfectly fine but um, this was what was inside of me to share today so um, I trust you enjoyed it and um, I'll see you guys next time If you enjoyed today's episode and you want more information, including the transcription, head over to yourridingsuccess.com backslash podcast. There you'll find all our other podcasts, lots of cool manuals there for you, lots of cool other transcriptions, heaps of free resources there for you. Just go to yourridingsuccess.com backslash podcast to get that all and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.